The Money Podcast with your hosts, Justin Harrison and David Bester. Money, 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 money. Let's talk about money. Groceries are ridiculously expensive these days. And in this episode of The Money Podcast, we are going to give you some actionable advice that you can take home with you today to save on your grocery bill. So, Justin, let's talk about the groceries. Why is groceries so expensive these days? What contributes to that? Well, I mean, first of all, we've got huge, huge supply chain issues across the world. I mean, everything from, you know, the most basic goods like uh, flour, you're talking about oil, you know, just the most basic things. There's huge supply issues. Just getting product around the world right now is a big issue. Then secondly, you've got the fact that fuel prices have gone through the roof. This is something we spoke about in our previous episode that has contributed to the cost of transporting goods around Then there is the fact that just generally the price of everything is going up because of the fact that we are in a high inflationary period at the moment. So, you know, what this means is that for the average person going to the shop, you know, everything is considerably more expensive today than it was a year ago. And you know that I'm obsessive about tracking the cost of things. I've been keeping a spreadsheet for about 22 years now on my most basic expenses. And I can go back 22 years and tell you what I was spending on groceries 22 years ago. And I can tell you what I was spending on groceries last month. If I just look at the last two to three years since COVID started, uh, the price of things have gone absolutely insane. I looked at when COVID started and I started seeing the first couple of months, the cost of things just going through the roof. And I got a real scare because it didn't make sense at the time. You know, the whole world was in lockdown. And the first thought that went through my mind is people don't have, they're not spending the money on anything other than food at the moment. So entertainment had gone out the window. Nobody was going to the movies. Nobody was going to the shopping malls. But we could go and buy groceries. And I kind of felt like that was people's outlet. So it felt like the shops were trying to make their money there. That's what it felt like during the initial period of COVID. But the more you started to follow the cycle, and the more you started to understand that it was actually actually an issue of supply you know a lot of goods were difficult to come by for a lot of the retailers a lot of the the supply chains have become difficult to tap into all of these things have led to not only just an absolute period of inflation which by the way inflation right now there's two types of inflation i mean there's the official quoted inflation and then there's what people actually experience when they go to the checkout right and those two are not the same thing People often say, oh, but inflation is X or whatever it is. And I don't know, you've got the latest inflation figures, whatever it is. Yes, the, the headline inflation, 5.9. and oh, Yes, 5.9. And then food inflation, I think at the moment, is sitting at 6.4. And I don't even think that's accurate because I think when you go, no, to, the, when you go to the till at your local retailer, you're probably paying 10 to 15% more than you were this time last year, right? I see it in my budget because I've been tracking it like aggressively. The price of everything is up at the moment. And, you know, food stuff is probably the thing that everybody feels the most because we can't not eat. You can cut out certain things in your life, but you can't cut out eating. Eating is a basic thing that we all have to do. Yes, and I think one more thing I'd like to add to the elevated food prices is obviously the war between Russia and Ukraine, you know. I don't think anyone realized how important Ukraine actually is to the rest of the world, but it's the bigger exporter, biggest exporter of wheat in the world. And then also sunflower, sunflower yeah. oil, you know. So in the last four months, we've been seeing sunflower oil and wheat, um, prices of wheat products going up by about 30%. That is massive. And of course, then the other problem is coming is that a lot of people are using cheap variations of products to try and obviously make themselves come out on the little bit of money that they have. And there's a health risk in that as well. You know, well, the funny thing is most of the restaurants or basically any fast food chain uses palm oil, right? Yeah. 
But even that now is under pressure because Indonesia stopped the exports because, well, they also have a supply and demand issue. And I think the thing is, high food prices are here to stay for a while. I think it's going to be it's going to be a long time uh, before the prices start to settle. And so I think we've got to come up with actionable things that we do in terms of changing our behaviour patterns, changing our buying patterns, changing our thinking in the home. And I really hope my wife is listening to this because, man, my budget <laughs> is under pressure at the moment, Davi. My but my household, I've got five really hungry mouths in my house to feed and let me tell you something that budget is being it's been put to the test at the moment well luckily your boys aren't teenagers yet eh? <laughs> they eat like they're teenagers <laughs> <laughs> so justin let's talk about the biggest myth when it comes to grocery shopping it's buying in bulk yeah you know a couple of years ago when i lived in the states I fell into this trap of, of going to these stores like Costco and Walmart and everything there is, is sold in these oversized containers. And, you know, instead of buying one, you buy a whole six pack or, you know, you, you buy a box. So the equivalent here in South Africa is we've got a, a big box stores like Macro and Boxer and these sort of places. It's a misconception that buying in bulk is is often cheaper. I always tell people to actually go and calculate the individual costing of things. And I'll give you a great example of this. When you look at buying meat, as an example, it's always very important to go back and work out the per kilo pricing because a lot of people look at the price and they'll say there's six packs for X amount, right? But when you go back and you work out the actual per kilo pricing, often per kilo, it's actually more expensive to buy in bulk. This is the crazy thing, right? Often when you go and work out- Especially with meat. I mean, the prices of meat at the moment, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Well, I think you and I are probably in a unique situation because I, I, I live sustainably off the, off the land. You know, you hunt and, and I fish and we try not to consume the way normal people do. But having said that, I mean, I do keep my eye very closely on the cost of things. And a lot of the retailers are very clever in their pricing. They catch people. You know, they'll, they'll say six tins of XYZ cost X amount of money. But when you go boil down the individual cost, you take the total price and divide it by six. Many of the times it's more expensive than buying just one tin right? And so I really encourage people to go and look at the individual pricing of things. Really take your time to look at the cost of things. When I walk around a supermarket, I actually make a point of pulling out my phone and I actually always work out what the actual true cost is, whether it's a gram price, whether it's a kilo price, whether it's an individual can, whether it's an individual. I I work it back to the actual base price because People don't realize how much clever pricing there is in the supermarket. And it's a misconception that simply buying in bulk is going to save you. Now, having said that, Davi, there are some bulk deals where you will save money. Yes, of course. Certain things certain things will save you money, you know. But I find personally that there's a lot of wastage when it comes to buying in bulk, especially when it comes to um, stuff like veg. Well, you know, this is the next point I was going to hit on. I mean, this is the other thing that people don't take into account is that often buying in bulk you're going to land up with a lot of wastage. So I'll give you a great example of this. Lockdown started. My wife decided, man, we're going to bake bread because this is the only way we're going to have bread in the house. And I we... remember you guys <laughs> baked bread. Yes, I remember that. So we went and we bought, you know, like a couple of 25 kg bags of flour because, you know, we were going to bake bread for ourselves and a couple of the neighbors. Man, I've still got some flour sitting in buckets that have probably got weevils in them by now. And this is the point exactly. I've got one worse. 
we decided to go on this whole banting thing even before COVID, you know, yeah. 2019. I'm still sitting with all that flour in my cupboard. And this is the point. Often you're better off buying and consuming as you need. And I think also this is part of the problem with COVID that I think started. We all got into this mentality of we have to go and buy in bulk to make sure that we're safe for in case there's nothing in the shops. And and everything in the last two years has actually has has driven us to this mentality of bulk buying, you know, even toilet paper. I mean, Davi, there was an insanity. How, how did you know that toilet paper was in my head right now? <laughs> I mean, how, how can you not think about the insanity of COVID without remembering people going nuts the, over toilet paper? The most valuable commodity in COVID, <laughs> toilet paper. Who would have thought? <laughs> you know, and, and I mean, it's just, it's just insanity because actually, if you go and do your pricing per toilet roll, I've often found that buying nine pieces is cheaper than going and buying 24 pieces. Go and do yourself a favor. Next time you walk around the aisles, take out your iPhone or your Android, whatever phone you're on, and pull up your calculator and work out what it costs per individual toilet roll. People will be shocked. Okay, I've got something to reveal. I don't look at pricing when it comes to toilet paper. I buy the best quality. I don't want a finger sticking through. <laughs> well, listen, my wife always says one ply, two ply. What's the difference? It's all, it's all going down the can. You know, <laughs> wrap it up twice if you need to. And I, I just, you know, I'm probably with you on this one. But the point is very simple, guys. Buying in bulk isn't always cheaper. And I think it's something that came down the line to us from our parents is, you know, Go and stock up. You should always have a pantry full of stuff. You should always have a pantry with food in it. And the thing is, today, times yeah, have changed. It's, it's passed down from generations because they were living in the Great Depression, you know, or like yep. our grandfathers, grandmothers. So they were basically hoarders. Also, Davi, they didn't have access to stores the way we do. I mean, no, no, no. within a one-kilometer radius of most people's houses, you've probably got access to to some kind of shop, right? Barring people who live on farms and who are in rural communities, right? But that's an entirely different discussion. The average consumer has access to at least go do shopping once a week. And so my advice is to consume as you need. And you will also become a lot more conscientious about how you consume. Because when you're buying on a weekly basis or a, every fortnight, you start to become very aware of how you're spending your money and you start focusing this comes back to what we're talking about budgeting you know you start focusing on how much money you've spent how much money you've got left and all of this is ultimately going to help you save money on your groceries now the other big tip we need to talk about about bulk buying because this is the other misconception and this is one i have to i have to dispel very quickly because i've suffered with this thinking for years is that buying no name brand especially in bulk is cheaper I want to caution people against that thinking. You definitely need to go and have a look at some of the brand names as well because a lot of the brand names often have bulk deals that are actually better than the no-name brands. So, you know, definitely go and check out, you know, I'm not going to mention any names because we don't want to plug anyone here on the podcast unless they, of course, want to come on board and sponsor. But uh, Well, thanks. That was very honest. (laughs) But, you know, the point is that you need to go and do your homework. Don't just simply mindless be a, be a consumer and just go and pick up the latest bulk deal, and especially because it's no-name brand. I know people who will exclusively buy no-name brand deals because they believe it's cheaper. And man, when I show them that it's not, it shocks them. So listen, I'm going to give you another controversial idea. I actually think that it's cheaper to buy online and have your groceries delivered to you. Even though you're paying a grocery or a delivery fee at the end of the day, if you work out what your time is costing you to actually go to the grocery store and what the petrol costs you these days, all the effort, now you have to pay someone to look after your car as well. And then the biggest, the biggest thing is actually not 
being put into that temptation you know when you walk into a retailer all of a sudden you you smell this this fresh bread you know you see this thing on the cupboard and then you see another thing that you need to take home and most of the time you end up stocking up on things you actually don't need but when you buy online you actually have the time to sit without emotion and go through the list you know and choose what you actually need i actually absolutely agree with you in fact in one of our uh, one of our modules in our financial boot camp one of the things that we teach people on the GMA website is we say to people, first of all, make sure if you're going to go grocery shopping, you should have a meal first before you go. Don't go shopping on empty stomach. That's like the worst idea ever, right? And the second thing is, it's also a really good idea to probably shop online because you put emotional distance between yourself and the buying decisions. Things like smelling fresh bread, things like walking down what you call the Isle of Death, you know, where all the chocolates yeah. are. You remove those emotional obstacles from the buying decision. So a lot of that, and also, Dov, the other thing is shopping online allows you to comparison shop. A lot of people don't know this, but your favorite online shopping apps, and I'm not once again going to mention specific retailers, but you can comparison shop simply by, instead of typing in a specific brand of, let say shampoo you can just say shampoo you know 250 mil shampoo as soon as you start typing it into the search box it appears. it brings up all the options and you can sort by price so the, you know this is just a really good tip on how to save gro on groceries and coming back to your point on the delivery fee i think the fact that the fuel price is so high right now never mind let's take out the factor of time the fact that the fuel price is so high right now the fact that somebody's coming to deliver your groceries on a motorbike I mean, that's already saving fuel because you, you're probably exactly. going you're probably going there in a car, right? And so I think it makes a lot of sense what you're saying. It definitely, it is a great tip for people to save on their grocery shopping. Yes, and one last tip on that one. So what I usually do is I'll add the stuff to my checkout and then I'll leave it in my basket. And then I'll come back like an hour later or maybe two hours later because that will also give you time to really think about what you're purchasing, right? Yeah. And most of the times you, you eliminate some of the stuff because you, you actually notice that you don't need it. And now let's talk about the one thing to close out on how to help people save money on groceries because this is something I'm probably going to shock you a little bit with this one because I've never been a big believer in it. But in the last couple of years, South Africa has really come to the party on this one. Store loyalty cards. They used to be such a bunch of rubbish in this country. It was basically just a way to get your name and email address and you got no value from it. But today there are store loyalty cards. And once again, I'm not going to name brands, but there are specific retailers who have some really good store loyalty cards where you cannot believe how much money you save simply by swiping that thing. There is one in particular which, you know, you get a lot of loyalty points from a particular bank and then you also get discounts with the actual retailer itself. And it, there is a considerable amount of savings there. So I really encourage people to go and look at loyalty cards. Go and look at what your bank has to offer in terms of, you know, loyalty points for you shopping at specific places. There is a lot of value in trying to stretch your rand as far as you possibly can with groceries because, guys, groceries is possibly one of the bigger expenses in your budget line at the moment. I mean, for me, it used to it used to be like number four or five on, on the list, you know. Now it's like number two. That and medical. Exactly. In fact, medical is, medical is number three. Groceries is number two on my list at the moment. Groceries has become such a major expense factor. So listen, guys, if you like this topic and if you want to learn more about how to save money and how to make money, you can go to globalmoneyacademy.com. We've got all of our courses absolutely free of charge. We've got courses teaching you how to save money, how to budget effectively and how to create an online business. So simply go to globalmoneyacademy.com and get access for free. 
You've been listening to The Money Podcast. To get access to our future episodes, please subscribe to our podcast via your podcast app. And be sure to check out our YouTube channel, Global Money Academy.